Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Well, that certainly applies also to the Baltimore Ravens right now as they try to decide what to do at the quarterback position. They're debating a variety of different quarterbacks, RG3 still sitting out there. And I've talked about this quite a bit. Why is it that we talk so much about Colin Kaepernick being unemployed? And almost no one out there has mentioned Robert Griffin III. He and Colin Kaepernick are very, very similar quarterbacks. Both were guys that seemed like they were going to become superstars. Colin Kaepernick makes a run to the Super Bowl with Harbaugh. RG3 in his rookie season is rookie of the year. And for a while there, it appeared that potentially he was going to be better than Andrew Luck. Everybody cascaded down absolute, total endorsement of RG3. He was going to be the guy that saved the Washington Redskins. He was going to be the guy that at long last returned the Redskins to glory in our nation's capital. And then in the playoffs, first year, he had a knee injury, never really came back the next year. Kirk Cousins arises. Now Kirk Cousins, top 10 or 11 quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, entering this season. And RG3 gets injured with the Cleveland Browns when he gets a fresh start. And he's a shadow of the player that he used to be. Same thing is true of Colin Kaepernick. Yet, everyone is focused on Colin Kaepernick. No one even mentioning RG3. And in particular, 
the media out there is obsessed with carrying water, with ball washing for Colin Kaepernick. Never in the history of the sports media have I seen a player endorsed like Colin Kaepernick. You can't put on ESPN without seeing somebody on television lamenting the fact that Colin Kaepernick is not signed. Never seen it before. Never seen anything like it for the left-wing sports media to be up in arms over the fact that Colin Kaepernick is not signed. And what I said over the weekend that I thought was really interesting, and I've said it for a while, is the media is even now at ESPN. There are people at ESPN defending Colin Kaepernick for saying that police are modern-day slave catchers. That's how far down the rabbit hole of defending Colin Kaepernick that MS ESPN has gone. They got people on air saying, you know what? He's right when he calls police officers modern-day slave catchers. My mind almost exploded when I saw that over the weekend. That's how much in the tank the media is for Colin Kaepernick. And when I see stories like these, and everybody, like there's a bunch of people who have been on ESPN calling out owners, saying, how dare you not sign Colin Kaepernick? I've never seen anything like it before. And the question that I have asked, and I tweeted this on Saturday, question that I have asked is, if Colin Kaepernick is such an unbelievable asset to a sports business, why would ESPN, Fox, CBS, and NBC, none of them even think about signing Colin Kaepernick to be on television on their networks. It's because he's bad for business. It's totally because he's bad for business. And if that is true for all those networks, look, there are lots of guys who have been signed over the years to be on television to talk as athletes that are controversial, right? Jay Cutler just got a job at Fox to call games. Jay Cutler has never been remotely good with the media. Randy Moss got signed by Fox to come on and break down games and then got signed by ESPN after he left Fox. And that guy had no kind of relationship with the media over the years. Ray Lewis might well be a double murderer. And he got signed by ESPN and then signed by Fox to talk about the NFL. Signing controversial opinionated players that everybody knows to talk about sports happens all the time. It's easy for all these ESPN talking heads to sit around and rip the NFL teams for not signing Colin Kaepernick. But my question for you is this. Why won't they rip their own networks for not signing him? If Colin Kaepernick is such an incredible spokesperson and such an interesting figure, Shouldn't the media companies be falling all over themselves to try and sign them? Especially at the quarterback position. Think about it. CBS just fell all over themselves to hire Tony Romo to replace Phil Simms. And Tony Romo's never called a game before. Quarterbacks that stir the pot, that make people care about what they think, are gold bullion for sports television networks. Why is no one touching Colin Kaepernick? It's because ESPN is not signing him 
for the same reason that all 32 NFL teams have not signed him so so far. Because he's bad for business. Colin Kaepernick is bad for business. And that's especially the case if you are Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Baltimore Ravens. Your city has been beset by racial strife between police officers and the community. Of all the cities in America right now, other than Chicago, I'm not sure there's a worse city to hire Colin Kaepernick to play for your football team. Think about it. Do you want to bring a guy into your city who has called police officers modern-day slave catchers when your city relationship between police and inner-city residents is already the worst it has ever been? Do you want to bring in Colin Kaepernick into your city when odds are he's not even going to play and the number one story of your entire training camp and beyond is going to be every single player having to stand up and answer questions about Colin Kaepernick. People focus on the protest, guys. I think the protest is secondary now. Because whether you agree or disagree with the protest, and I think Colin Kaepernick's an idiot and his protest has no basis in fact, and I don't think he's intelligent enough to even answer questions of a political fashion that would demonstrate he has any scintilla of knowledge about the situations that he's protesting in our nation. That's why we've had a one-year standing offer to him to come on the show and just talk about his political beliefs. I don't think he's smart enough to do it. I don't think he has a coherent political philosophy. But his protest of the national anthem, to me, pales in comparison to his tweet that police officers are modern-day slave catchers. That's so far beyond the pale of acceptable discourse for a multi-billion dollar corporation, to me, that's the one he has to answer for that he's never answered for. And in a city like Baltimore, where the police and citizen relationship is so fraught with peril, other than the city of Chicago, probably the worst in the entire nation right now, they're talking about the possibility of bringing in Kaepernick. Give me a break. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Thursday, NFL is back this past weekend that just ended the last weekend without football as far as you can see. Thursday, the Hall of Fame game on television. You'll be able to watch the NFL quarterback position is the focal point so far in training camps. We now keep track of all the different stats that go on. If you are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, I'm sorry. Blake Bortles has already thrown five interceptions in one two-and-a-half-hour practice. If you are a Houston Texans fan, Deshaun Watson early reviews good of him in his battle with Tom Savage, which is probably the most interesting quarterback battle that exists in the NFL, particularly because Houston is a team that's good enough if they ever found a quarterback to contend for a championship. Uh, We have got the ongoing drama, which is probably the number one story, certainly, of the NFL right now. What to do for the Baltimore Ravens? They're pulling a Seattle Seahawks. Remember when the Seahawks brought out Colin Kaepernick, interviewed him, considered hiring him, and then went and got somebody else that none of us have ever heard of before. 
now the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, is acknowledging that they need a quarterback. He is evidently consulting with Ray Lewis. He is in the process of trying to decide between potentially RG3 and Colin Kaepernick. We just shared all of the statistical data um, that is uh, that is really pretty interesting in and of itself when you break down the comparison between RG3 and Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick has received all of the attention, but when you actually break out their numbers, RG3 has a higher career completion percentage, he's averaged more yards per pass attempt, and he has a better quarterback rating. That is a pretty big deal. Now, Kaepernick has run for more, well, actually more for yards. Uh, what's the yardage rate breakdown there? Um, they're basically the same quarterback when it comes to running, too. Both have averaged 6.1 yards per carry, and both have fumbled the ball about the same amount of times. Now, Kaepernick has run for more yards and more touchdowns, but he's played in more games. Again, Kaepernick is two and a half years older than RG3. RG3, for all the story, you think about all the things he's been through, he's still only 27 years old, which is still relatively young for a quarterback, whereas Colin Kaepernick will now this year in November turn 30 years old. All of those stats and play as the Ravens try to decide what to do with the quarterback position and uh, every uh, everything else associated with it. Danny G, you wanted to respond to the ride-along yeah. caller. And really quick before that, Clay, I really think the thing with RG3 is about injuries. If injuries weren't that important, then the Broncos, you know, they, they wouldn't have got Jamal Charles for nothing. So staying on the field and being healthy, how, how many major operations has RG3 already had? at such a young age. I think that is the biggest reason why teams are staying away from RG3. But the last caller that you put on, I understand what he's saying about how it would have been cool for Cap to go on those ride-alongs. I agree with that. But just because he didn't do that, that doesn't mean he's never put money out there in the community. He's donated $700,000. Okay, but that. But what he's saying is he's concerned with police relationship. Like his number one protest, right, was the relationship between police and citizens. Right. Well, some of those organizations are tied to that. Okay, in, in the not United in a way, States. Not in a way that benefits police. Well, but to say he hasn't put his money where his mouth is, I the mean, number that, one that's, thing. No, I mean, the, that's no, objective. I, I, can see that, I can see that argument pretty well because he hasn't in any way tried to improve the relationship between police officers and people in the community. Right? That's the number one issue that he's got is that in his opinion, which he's wrong on, police officers are deciding to kill black people. Like, that's what Colin Kaepernick is protesting. But, and but so, some of those organizations are specifically geared towards improving the relationships. No, they aren't. They're not? No. That's, not that's, from a police perspective. That's not what I read. Not from a police perspective. He's trying to be involved in the community. Like, they may be helping people in the community. He hasn't done anything to help police. He's made police officers' jobs more difficult everywhere in the country. In fact... If we just closed out every phone line right now, if I queen Cersei'd them and I said, I only want cops to call in right now. We got cops listening in all 50 states right now. And I said, I only want cops to call in. Has Colin Kaepernick made your job easier or more difficult? I bet every single one of them would say he's made the job more difficult. He hasn't done anything to help police. In fact, he called them modern day slave catchers like a month and a half ago. All races. 
sure there are a lot of black guys out there putting themselves on the line every day. Didn't necessarily like being compared to slave catchers. Asian guys, Hispanic guys, white guys. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, he hasn't done anything. I mean, he's gone out and he's given money to community organizations, but he's focused on the community side of the individual side as opposed to the police side. But and but if that's what, I mean, we don't have to agree with that, and I'm not saying that I do or I don't, but the point is that's what he believes in, and he's putting money towards that. So for Only somebody, on one side, though. That's okay. What I'm he's well, not trying to actually bring people together. The point the caller made, I think, is a good one. If Colin Kaepernick went out and he embraced the police officers in his community, he would make it safer for the people in those communities who he's concerned about. Right, The way to make police officer relationships better with citizens is not to call police officers slave catchers, Right, is not to wear socks with police depicted as pigs. That's not in any way helping the relationship. And in fact, it's actually making it worse. So picking one side and saying, like, people do, the, the, the community does nothing wrong, it's all police officers who are racist – is not making things better in any way, in my opinion. It's just inflaming the relationship and making it more likely that police and community members are going to have violent confrontations. I, I do agree that he kind of screwed himself with those pig socks. But the pig socks but, at least, and I agree, look, that was dumb, but he could have made up for the pig socks. To me, the pig socks was stupid, right? I mean, that's an example of a guy. It's the same thing when he showed up with the Fidel Castro T-shirt. It's a guy who wasn't very intelligent about the way that he was choosing to protest. I like to always use the example of it's not just about protesting. It's about protesting in a way that increases the amount of allies you can have, right? I mean, that's what changes things. So if Colin – and the example I like to use there is think about how strategic the civil rights movement was in the American South. And I've said this on the radio before, but I think it bears repeating. And I would encourage you guys, if you want to know about history – don't try to listen to somebody like Colin Kaepernick. Go read your own self. Go read Taylor Branch's Parting the Waters trilogy about the American Civil Rights Movement. It's an incredible magisterial work of history. It will take you through the entire process. You'll learn so much more. You will have a much better comprehension of what went on in the Civil Rights Movement in the 1960s and beyond, and before that. And if you read that book, and it starts with the Martin Luther King protest down in Montgomery, Alabama— Rosa Parks was not the first person to give up her seat, to refuse to give up her seat and move to the back of the bus. She was the best advocate that they had to make the face of the protest. She was single. She was without children. She was a really good face of a protest. Colin Kaepernick is not a good face of a protest right now. He wore the pig socks. Even worse than that, after that protest had begun. He wore the Fidel Castro shirt. And then to what I believe to be the most indefensible thing he has done in his entire career, he equated all police officers to modern-day slave catchers. Not possible to defend him. I wouldn't employ him at OutKick the Coverage. I bet we wouldn't employ him at Fox Sports Radio. If I came on, you guys know that I'm as outspoken as can possibly be. If I came on and said that, I think I would get fired on a radio show because police officers would rightly say, wait a minute. Why in the world is Fox sports radio employing a guy who just came on their station and said, police officers are modern day slave catchers. 
I'm not 100% sure I'd lose my job for that, but I think I would have a good chance. I think there would be a good chance that would happen. I think there would be a very good chance if you had a public job, no matter what you do, that you would probably lose your job too if you said that. I think. So if Colin Kaepernick said it, to me, that's the thing you can't get past. People are like, oh, the protest, everything else. By far the worst thing Colin Kaepernick has said or done since he became in the public eye is say that police officers are modern-day slave catchers. That's not something – I mean, again, I wouldn't employ somebody who said or wrote that at OutKick. That's my choice. I got a multimillion-dollar business. I wouldn't do it. All these NFL owners have multibillion-dollar businesses. They won't do it. All these television networks. Jay Cutler gets hired. Tony Romo, Tim Tebow, Ray Lewis. Big-name football players get hired on TV because they bring ratings. Why will ESPN, NBC, CBS, and Fox not hire Colin Kaepernick to talk on television? Because they know he would kill their business for the same reason all these NFL owners are not doing it. So all these media people who are employed by all these big companies, they're saying, why won't NFL teams employ Colin Kaepernick? I want you to turn the tables on them. Say, why won't your organization employ Colin Kaepernick? It's easy to work at ESPN and call out NFL teams and say, oh, these 32 NFL teams, they're awful. How in the world can they not employ Colin Kaepernick? Why don't you call out your own business? Why will ESPN not employ Colin Kaepernick? Why will Fox? Why will CBS? Why will NBC? Why will none of them employ Colin Kaepernick on their television networks? Because he's bad for business. Because the first thing they'll hear as soon as they sign him is the fraternal order of police will say, hey, Do you believe what Colin Kaepernick said, that we're modern-day slave catchers? Definitely a guarantee you, if Baltimore signs Colin Kaepernick, the police department in Baltimore is immediately going to say, why in the world would you sign a guy who just compared us all to modern-day slave catchers? Why in a combustible powder keg of a situation in a city like Baltimore would you bring in a guy like Colin Kaepernick who has made the comments that he has about police officers. I think if Colin Kaepernick got signed in Baltimore, it would make the situation on the streets of Baltimore worse for police officers and worse for citizens in the community. It would ratchet up tensions to another level. Other than Chicago, I'm not sure there's a worse NFL city for police community relations right now than Baltimore. Chicago, probably number one, Baltimore, number two. And frankly, it might be Baltimore, number one, Chicago, number two. I think Baltimore right now, per capita, is leading the nation in murders. And everything has fallen apart in Baltimore ever since they started rioting over the Freddie Gray situation. Police officers are at a loss. Ray Lewis tried to speak out about it. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Of course, the big story continues to be what is going to happen with Colin Kaepernick, and now we've all tied it in. Colin Kaepernick, RG3, it appears like the American Idol 2 finalist to be the backup singer for Joe Flacco in Baltimore. What should happen? What will happen there? Jason Martin, you ran through the stats for people wake in the country. Despite the fact that Colin Kaepernick has gotten all the attention, RG3 stats are pretty much the exact same as Colin Kaepernick's over the course of their careers. One caveat, obviously RG3 has had injuries, but RG3 is two and a half years younger 
than Colin Kaepernick as well. So RG3 um, and Colin Kaepernick, even though Kaepernick has been the most covered, I believe this is true now, the most covered NFL free agent in the history of the sport, RG3 also has been a free agent. Nobody's been paying attention to him, and now they're the two finalists potentially to get the job in Baltimore. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. RG3, he has thrown 482 less passes than Colin Kaepernick. And the one advantage that you can really look at and see between these two guys for Colin Kaepernick, if you're on that side, is 72 touchdowns to 30 interceptions for his career, 42 touchdowns to 26 interceptions for RG3, both of them with the same number of fumbles, but obviously a lot more on-field time for Kaepernick during that time. The passer rating between the two, almost identical in the regular season. The rushing numbers, if you were to take them season by season, if RG3 had carried about as many times, they'd be somewhere probably in the same vicinity, although I think RG3 might have more touchdowns. So I don't think that if you if you just look at it from a numbers perspective, there's definitely reason to look at RG3, but I do think the injury thing is huge because I don't think the guy can stay healthy, and his major advantage was not in the pocket. It was him being able to run, and that's what he can't do anymore which has kind of made him not somebody that you would want to sign. That's just making a little bit of a case for Kaepernick over RG3, who I do think has had the better career and is the better player at this point. I don't understand why either of these guys, frankly, would be who Baltimore looks to replace Joe Flacco. Because Joe Flacco is a stationary pocket-passing quarterback, and neither RG3 nor Colin Kaepernick have proven themselves to be capable passers inside the pocket. So I don't know why it would make sense, frankly, for either one of these guys to be the replacement for Joe, uh, for Joe Flacco because it would appear to me that you would have to change up the playbook substantially. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but it just that when I look at what they run in Baltimore, it's a typical pro-style offense. I don't know why it would make sense for either of these guys. And obviously, the answer is you hope neither of these guys, if you're Baltimore, ever takes a snap because you want Flacco to remain healthy and play throughout. By the way, we were talking about the Baltimore uh, police and community relations and how fraught they are. Baltimore is the number two murder, murder capital in America from a per capita basis. So, And ever since the protests over the Freddie Gray incident have happened, the murder rate in Baltimore has skyrocketed. So if you look to me, this is a powder keg situation. This is literally the worst possible city, probably, other than potentially Chicago, for Colin Kaepernick to go into because he said that police officers are modern-day slave catchers, and already the tensions in the community in Baltimore are at a high level. I don't see how Colin Kaepernick makes things better at all there. Let's go to your calls, 877-996-6369. Ronald in Augusta. What's up, Ronald? Hey, thanks, Clay, for letting me on to discuss why I agree with Colin Kaepernick for not, you know, standing and putting his hand over his heart for a corporate theme song uh, that everyone refers to as the National Anthem, which is really a theme song for a corporation. U.S. of A. is a corporation. Corporations have presidents, secretaries, and treasurers. And that same corporation has converted all living souls into persons, individuals, residents, citizens, and domiciled, which you likely know as a lawyer. I study the law. Uh, if you study civil procedure, you'll know that everything within a state, which is really a country. So, okay, what are you what are you saying here? You think Colin Kaepernick's right for protesting police violence? 
Yeah, because the police are actually committing fraud. Now, I verified this with all police headquarters and the FBI that Special Agent Johnson or Sergeant Smith of the police, those are fake title names. So when they write those citations or contracts and put Sergeant Smith on there with a badge number, that's not a legal name. So those cops are committing commercial fraud, and they're converting people from living souls into slave titles such as person, resident, individual, citizen, and domiciled. Not to mention, is this a real corporation? Is is this a real call? Like, are you certifiably insane? No, I. What do you do for What do you do for a living, Ronald? I was a counterterrorism analyst for 13 years, and now I make feature films and documentaries about this very subject. In fact, one of my movies, Hollywood and Vine, just came out last month. Hang up on him. I think this guy's a true lunatic. It's rare that we get a caller and I'm like, I think this guy is like a true insane person. I think Ronald was insane. Around the horn is Ronald insane. Jason Martin. Yep, that's why I wanted you to lead with him. (laughs) That's how this show works. Danny G and Robert, do you think Ronald was insane? Uh, insane is a heavy word. He just, you know, he <laughs> misguided. He went, he went down a rabbit hole and, and, you know, just came out the different. He was side probably about to say 9-11 was an inside job, Robert. Like we were, we were on the path to lose I should You're right. I should have gone. I should have completely gone with, did, uh, what did we, did we blow up the world trade centers on our own? Yeah. He's dedicated. I'm gonna look for his film in the, in, <laughs> no, in you're the not, red Danny. box, the red <laughs> no, box really by not. my house. Oh my God. Well, there's Colin Kaepernick's big fan, Ronald and Augusta. Everything is uh, everything's a sham. Uh, let's go to JD in Virginia. What's up, JD? Hey, Clay, how you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm calling basically to argue about um, whether Colin Kaepernick makes the job more dangerous for police officers. I was a police officer for 15 years, and I know that uh, people minority. Minorities and people uh, that are at a lower financial station already have negative views of the police. Colin didn't ratchet that up. I disagree. I disagree. I well, think he I, made relations worse. I don't. I don't think so. Have you think that you think you, that a guy like saying to about... a predominantly minority audience that police officers are modern day slave catchers like makes people have a better relationship with the police? Well, if you follow history, Clay. That has some truth to that it. That has zero truth to it. Anybody it who is arguing that it has any truth to it at all is an Clay, imbecile and an if idiot. You look up history. No, I, I do. Look up let's, history, let's hang, let's hang up and I'll give a history lesson. Let's hang up. Look, first of all, the history of police does not originate in the United States, right? So everybody out there who's like, and by the way, there's some ESPN people endorsing this idea, which I think is total insanity, even crazier than that first call. Police officers are not modern-day slave catchers, okay? The first police officers in the world were primarily, at least that we follow, and I can't believe I have to give a lesson now on the history of police, but the form of government that we follow in terms of police, most of our police laws came from England. And in England, police officers existed not to catch slaves all right the first police officers in the united states when we first came over here the first constables had nothing to do with slaves all right because initially there were not slaves in this country 
in the Northeast where the first police officers were. They were not in the business of pursuing people under the fugitive slave law. Now, did police officers enforce the law that was on the books at the time that slaves were property? Yes. But they enforced all sorts of laws that since have been changed. The job of the police officer at its most basic level is to follow the rules and laws that are promulgated by a society. As those rules and laws change, then their enforcement mechanisms change as well. This, what Colin Kaepernick is trying to say, that police officers are modern-day slave catchers, is flagrantly wrong, both in a modern era and inflammatory, but also, historically, there is no basis in truth for it. There's just not. The police officers are in charge of enforcing the law. At times, did our laws reflect that slaves were property and should be returned to their owners? Yes. Just like today, our laws reflect that cars are the property of owners, and if they're stolen, they should be given back to their owners. Police officers enforce the laws that are written on the books. They don't make the law themselves. I don't know why that's a complex mechanism to follow, but a lot of people can't follow it. If in the years ahead we decide that laws are different, then police officers apply laws differently. I'll give you an example. In many states now, the laws as it pertains to marijuana have changed substantially. Police officers don't decide what the law is. They are told what the law is, and then they enforce it. This idea that police officers are all-powerful in deciding what the law is is flagrantly wrong and, frankly, illustrative of people who don't understand how our government actually works. One of those people would be Colin Kaepernick, who has been involved in a misguided protest from the moment he first took a knee. And I've said this before, but if you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. Colin Kaepernick's protest never made any sense. All right? When he took a knee during the national anthem, now we can have a debate about whether or not the national anthem should be played before sporting events. I think it's strange, okay, frankly, because to me a sporting event, particularly a pro sporting event, is entertainment. Just like most of you would probably think it was strange if you walked into a movie theater and they played the national anthem before you sat down. I went and watched the uh, Emoji movie with my nine, six, and two-year-olds yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Thank you. That's what you do when you're a parent. You go watch bad movies. But if they had played the national anthem before the Emoji movie, and some of you had taken your kids out, and I'm sure some of you listening right now did have to go watch that movie, if you had to stand up and give a nat- and salute during the national anthem playing before the Emoji movie, you'd be like, this is kind of weird. So if you want to have a debate about whether or not the national anthem should exist, that's fine. But when Colin Kaepernick took a knee and protested the national anthem, and in particular said he was protesting the killing of minorities by police officers, his protest made no sense. Because what he was protesting, and a lot of people don't understand this, and I think it's because most people in sports media aren't very smart, but what Colin Kaepernick was protesting was already being done. He wanted more scrutiny of police shootings by the federal government. That was already happening. Barack Obama and Loretta Lynch were already conducting their own investigations of police shootings on top of local investigations to ensure that people didn't get away with crimes that they committed. 
in the event that they shot an innocent person. So Colin Kaepernick was protesting and demanding something from his federal government that was already taking place. I don't think he was intelligent enough to understand that what he was protesting was what he was demanding had already taken place. And the analogy that I make, which is a little bit of a funny one, but it's similar, is Colin Kaepernick basically walked into McDonald's, took a knee inside that restaurant, and said, I'm going to protest here because it's 11.05 and I want breakfast right now. And then the manager comes out and he says, hey, we offer breakfast all day at McDonald's now. And then Colin Kaepernick's like, oh, he's protesting and demanding an action that is already taking place. And then he said, I'm going to stop the protest. And he stopped the protest right as the government, Donald Trump got elected and Jeff Sessions became attorney general and they changed the aggressiveness with which they're reviewing police shootings. So he literally protested when things were going his way and stopped his protest when things were not going his way. He literally could not be dumber in his protest. Moreover, he's protesting the federal government doing what he wants them to do. An easy analogy here that also would play out. If Colin Kaepernick were really brave and he wanted to protest something that the federal government did, he could have taken a knee and said, you know what, I don't believe that gay people should get married. That would be a protest against the United States government doing something that he might disagree with. Do you think all the people right now advocating for Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee stupidly in a protest that made no sense would be advocating for his First Amendment rights if he'd taken a knee to protest gay marriage? Of course not. In fact, if anybody was trying to sign him, they'd be saying, we're going to protest the company that signed him. Most people who get out here and wave a First Amendment flag or try to defend Colin Kaepernick aren't defending Colin Kaepernick at all. They're defending the belief that they have that's the same as Colin Kaepernick. They're using Colin Kaepernick as an excuse to be able to advocate for perspectives that they believe. Kaepernick's a fool. He protested something that made no sense. And then he took it a step further and said something that wasn't true from a historical perspective, that police are modern-day slave catchers. And for that, he so far is partly unemployed. Now, if he'd been really good at quarterback, he would have gotten hired anyway. But he's not really good at quarterback. And as I've been saying from the very minute that this story started, this is true across the board in all walks of life. You will always be employed in this country so long as your talent exceeds your problems. What Colin Kaepernick has learned, unfortunately for him, is that his problems vastly exceed his talents. And that is why he's unemployed. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.